Hey, I'm Drew. And I'm Tim. And this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. In Season 3, Episode 4, we talked to Philip Wells about stock photography. Welcome to another episode of the Hearts and Hands Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Sonberg, joined as always by my co-host, Tim Babbler. And Tim, one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is that we get to learn about just the huge variety of different types of art forms. And today we're talking about one that some people probably wouldn't think of if they were trying to list all, all the different art forms. We're talking about stock photography. Do you have any familiarity or uh, what's your experience been with stock photography? Yeah. I mean, honestly, and working in a church job like this, it's kind of important to know where the free stock images are, um, looking for a lot of different types and things like that. But my my biggest experience I've had with stock photos is actually for a um, self-discovery project that I was working on through this program at church we have called Transformational Discipleship. And the idea is you're supposed to find, I believe, 50 different photos just by looking at stock photography, free stock photos online. And you just find them and print them and you put them on this really large piece of like note paper that just hangs on the wall. And the idea is you are kind of subconsciously telling a story about yourself through stock photography because there are certain ones you chose to print. You didn't be like, oh, well, I like how this orange matches that orange, or I like how this figure looking off in the distance is the same as that figure looking off in the distance. You just find photos that are visually appealing to you and putting them on paper to say something without knowing that you're saying it. And it's interesting knowing that stock photography can be used in a variety of different ways. But I think one of the things that was really cool about this conversation that we're going to be uh, having today is that stock photography is not always geared towards the religious crowd. And there's a lot of maybe gaps that need to be filled for, for churches to use just photos specifically geared towards being used in church publications and on, on slides in the front of church to be able to visually explain something that maybe the pastor is talking about. Yeah. And I think that, that was a really interesting uh, insight that we got from from talking to to our guest Philip uh, was just where there are some gaps there and, and um, how he's he's working to try to fill those as best as he can. So let's get to our conversation with Philip. All right, today we are excited to welcome to the podcast Philip Wells. Welcome, Philip. Hi, Philip. For our listeners, um, could you briefly introduce yourself? Yeah. It's always really tough to kind of introduce myself with what I do because I end up doing a little bit of everything. Uh, I guess my my day job is video editing. I edit videos for devotional videos for the ELS, and I do other video editing for MLC and BLC and a handful of other clients. So that's kind of the main thing I do. But I dabble in websites and I build furniture for people, and <laughs> I work part time at Bethany in the theater. So I I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> That's awesome. And you didn't even mention the reason we wanted to talk to you today. Uh, There's a website you've created. Could you tell our listeners about it? Yeah. So I created LutheranStockPhotos.com. And 
uh, I guess, where do you want me to start? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. I don't want to insult any of our listeners, but I also want to make sure they all know what we're talking about here. So like, just for for sake of ease, uh, what is a stock photo? Okay. Yeah. So a, a stock photo is going to be a photo that um, typically someone would buy or purchase if they need a photo that displays something very specific. Uh, a lot of times if you see a billboard, that's not a photo that a company necessarily went out and took for that billboard. It's a photo that somebody found and purchased off the internet for that billboard that they use. And it's basically, there's a lot of photographers or other cre content creators out there who their main job is just take a bunch of photos of people in different situations and then sell those photos to people who need photos of those specific situations. Sure. And there's lots of sites out there um, like Pexels and Pixabay and things like that that offer these stock photos, many of them for free even. Um, but you went and made a specifically Lutheran site. Can you talk about the, the where the idea came from or why you decided that was a, a thing that was worth pursuing? Yeah. Uh, so in 2017, I started editing... Uh, devotions for the Evangelical Lutheran Synod. And these were video devotions. They started out once every weekday, and then it's twice a week now. And so I'm creating the, all of this content, and they're, vid they're videos. So it's a very visual medium and a visual message. So I'm always trying to add a little bit of uh, B-roll, stock footage, stock photos, something in there that helps kind of helps the audience visualize what they is being talked about. And I subscribe to Adobe stock and there's a lot of good content there, but it all costs money and we're working on very limited budgets and everything. And so I tend to use kind of more of the free stock. And you mentioned Pixabay. Pixabay has an amazing uh, set of photos in different situations. Pexels has a really good uh, stock video yeah. site and it's, it's all free. You can use this all for free, but over the years of doing these Lutheran devotions, it's really hard to find Lutheran imagery. Uh, if we do a devotion on baptism, if you search for baptism, you're going to find people being dunked underwater. And that's not bad, but it's not going to jive with the audience that we have. Even with things like prayer, if you search for prayer, you will find people holding rosaries and prayer beads. You'll find monks wearing orange praying to Buddha or uh, something like that. And it's like, you can't use these images in a Lutheran uh, setting. Sure. So then you went created this site. Are all of the pictures on there taken by you? No. Uh, good question. Um, yeah. So I had this idea a couple years ago and with the, uh, I had a couple months of free time last year and I built it up and I put up a bunch of photos of myself to kind of get it started. But my goal is very much to get the creative uh, Lutheran community uh, a place for just putting these out there. And a lot of free stock sites do have a way for payment. So mm -hmm. I did include, there are links in on the site. So if you are a content creator and you want to uh, put stuff on the site, there is an option so people can give you PayPal donations, mm -hmm. which I think is really important because we are giving a lot of this stuff away for free. Uh, but the people who are taking these photos, like, that can be a legitimate business for many people. And I don't want to like step on anybody and be like, Hey, you got to give away your stuff for free or you shouldn't get paid for this. Cause uh, like worker deserves his wages. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just 
uh, pictures or is there video or are you thinking of expanding into video at all? Right now it's just pictures. I would love to get into video. I have a couple ideas on how to do that. I just don't think I'm ready for it yet. Sure. You mentioned having other content creators get involved with this. If there, if our listeners right here are hearing this and saying, hey, I'd like to be a part of that, what what could they do to, to get involved? Yeah, uh, it's super easy to get involved. Uh, you just got to sign up for an account on the site, and then you're allowed to upload photos. Photos do go through a review process just to make sure that they fit along the lines. Right at this point, we got just under 2,000 photos on the site. Uh, so it's a relatively small stock site. I'm not, I'm not very picky about like what's getting accepted, but there's certain things where it's like, okay, we don't need this, or it's got to be properly exposed. I should also say though, um, I called this Lutheran stock photos because the goal is to have content that Lutheran schools and Lutheran churches can use. But it's not just I'm not just needing Bible pictures. <laughs> I. I I envision this as something where if a church has uh, slides during their sermon or if, if a pastor or Sunday school teacher needs pictures for a lesson or for VBS or something, that there are pictures of trees or there's pictures of flowers or animals in nature or rainbows or, you know, anything that could be usable in a Lutheran church. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to when somebody takes a, some really nice donut pictures and <laughs> coffee pictures and <laughs> uploads those. That's awesome. So when someone is searching for photos to use, you mentioned VBS class or in, in different classes or maybe on the slides for a sermon, what would the process be for someone to find exactly what they're looking for? Are there categories? Are there tags? Um, how does that work? Yeah, uh, the site is built heavily off of search and it's not the best search Um we're starting small and we're working way our way up. This is building this kind of site is brand new to me. I've, I've never done something quite to this scale before, but I did, there are descriptions and there are tags that can be um, given. So for the most part, when I'm searching, I have found it works all right. Works a little bit better than expected sometimes. Uh, but yeah, if there's search bars on every page and you just type in the type of thing you're looking for and hopefully it will show up. <laughs> So one question I have when it comes to a project like this is what did it take for this to go from, wow, this would be really cool to something that's actually physically present right now on the internet that you could actually do. Like obviously you had a little bit of background in, in web design, so you can, you can make that happen, but there's a lot of things I feel like that people have ideas, but it just gets left in the idea stage and the actual development does not happen. So maybe can you walk us through your process a little bit of to, how did you actually decide to give this a shot? I love that question. It took, from the time when I had the idea, it was probably at least a year before I actually got started working on it. And I think it's very important to kind of have an idea and then think about it and mull over it and maybe even bounce it off some other people before you do something. Because I had a couple different options. I could have said, you know what, we need more Lutheran stock photos. Let me take a bunch and let me upload them all to Pexels and Pixabay and some of these other ones. Or let me upload them all to Flickr because the Wells Tech podcast, they had um, they have a thousand some public domain images taken by users on Flickr that you can use for this stuff. And so 
I could have uploaded to Flickr too. I could have just found a service that existed, said, I'm just going to put all my stuff here and, and go with it. But that didn't feel, it felt like the easy solution to me. And it didn't feel like a solution that, that did exactly what I wanted. And so I, I kept thinking about it and I kept debating it. And I wasn't sure if I could do something like this or if there was something out there that I could kind of utilize to do this. And then after a while, I'm like, I think I can do it. Like you just think about it enough. You solve enough problems. You think it's worthwhile doing. And you're like, okay, the next step was I gave myself a timeline. I decided sometime at the beginning in like January of 2020 or maybe December of 2019, I'm like, okay, in the next year, I'm going to have this done. And my plan was to work on it on weekends and spend a year working on it. And it ended up that I had a lot more free time towards the beginning of the year. And I put in a couple months and it just got to a point where it was usable. That's awesome. So uh, for our listeners, the, the site is just called lutheranstockphotos.com. And if you go there, right on the front page, you will see some interesting pictures, including a Bible with an electrical outlet on it. Can you just talk about where that <laughs> came from? I don't remember what inspired that one, but there was, I had the idea for like being connected to God's world or they're plugging in or it might've been a sermon that some, a pastor was talking about, like, where do you get your power from or something like that? And so I have, um, I have made, uh, bought a couple Bibles and put an electrical outlet on the front of them. And I actually have one that's actually wired up and I can power a light bulb off of it. <laughs> nice. That's sweet. So I think kind of going off of this, this is one of the photos you've taken. And you're obviously a main contributor, but how, how key was it getting that Wells Tech uh, on board? You said they have like a thousand photos that they were able to contribute then. Um, can you talk about how, how important that was and how other partnerships like that are going to be very important to the future of this website? Yeah, collaboration is key. And especially for something like this, because there's only so many pictures I can take and there's only so many resources I have. I have a friend who went to Israel. I've never been to Israel. I don't know if I'm ever going to make it there, but she had 300 some photos of her Israel tour. And I'm like, Hey, if you aren't, if you aren't doing anything with those, if you're willing to contribute those and give them away for free, like you should upload them. And so I worked with her to help her uh, create an account and upload all those photos. And now we have Israel photos on the site, which is, it is huge. And when I first announced this, this site, Sally Draper actually reached out to me because I had been, been on the, the Wells Tech podcast a few times. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Hey, well, um, we have all these free images here. And I was, I was like, that's awesome. Are you willing to contribute? And they're like, yes. And then it actually, it took a while to, to get them all. And I ended up offering to do most of that work because I know how much work it is to upload a thousand plus photos and then tag them all and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. But, uh, to have that many other photos and there's been a couple other people too, who are of the different churches, even some LCMS churches where it's just, uh, they have a very beautiful church and they have somebody there who takes amazing photos and they uploaded a bunch. Nice. Yeah. As someone who's been creating a, a ton of digital content in the last 18 months or so I can say like sites like this are super valuable and super helpful. Um, like you said, collaboration is key. Like we, the, the church I work for is very small and we would not be able to create the, the kind of content we do without other people's help, without collaborating with other creatives and the, the 
sites like this. Um, so thanks for what you do. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. So what kinds of encouragement would you give to uh, maybe our listeners who are amateur professional photographers or to people they may know who uh, have a, a history of photography to be able to upload their photos to the site, whether or not it's it's pictures of things that are specifically religious or just beautiful pictures that could be used in a variety of ways? In some ways, it's very hard for me to ask people to donate their photos. I know at least three, if not like five or six people who take photos for a living or who have some sort of side income from taking photos and to go up to them and be like, Hey, uh, you should give me your photos for free and you should just give them away. That's, that's kind of difficult to do because I don't want to take that away and nor should I take that away from them. However, I also know a lot of people who take hundreds or thousands of photos. I myself have thousands upon thousands of photos that I've taken over the years and they are sitting on a hard drive somewhere. I haven't looked at them in ages, but some of those could be and would be usable by people. Uh, I think from a handful of people I've talked to, I have friends who will send me a photo or something because they went on a, a really neat hike or they had something really fun happen and they'll send me a photo and I'm like, that's a really good photo. You should submit that to the site unless you're going to like, unless you're going to go sell this, consider submitting this to the the site and a lot of times it's i think a lot of times it comes down to not feeling like the photo is good enough and i get that myself a lot where i'm like this is a photo yes but is it really good enough to put out there and the answer is yes because the bar doesn't need to be perfection for so much of this stuff it just needs the fact that it exists on its own like if it's in focus someone could use it yeah and just thinking of examples of stock photos I've been using in the last few months and everything, a lot of times I'm using it like as a background. So I'll even like adjust the contrast and the uh, add some blur and everything on purpose just because I want something nice looking behind a lyric video or something like that. So, yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, the other the other secret is if you use stock photos for a living or even just a little bit, you see them everywhere. And everyone's using the same stock photos because there's a, a couple dozen that always show up when you're searching for certain keywords. They're like, oh, the chiropractor's using that. Oh, that church is using that. Oh, that music video is using that. You, we can have millions of the same image, but with different people or different poses or slightly different settings. And they're all usable because everyone's using them. Mm-hmm. If someone was going to just randomly bless this site with like 250 photos, what do you think is like the biggest need right now? Like what things would people be searching that maybe we're not finding specifically on this site? So I do, I'm not in front of my computer right now, so I can't check, but I do keep a log of everything people have searched for. Uh, so I just kind of know what, how many searches are, are happening for what type of stuff. I don't know if it's entirely accurate uh, because I think it, if you click on certain links, I think it sometimes... Uh, goes through that, adds it up. But I noticed for myself, there's no people on the site yet. And, uh, or very few people on the site. To have people praying, to have people rejoicing, to have people just outside in nature, couples laughing, uh, families laughing or joking or having picnics. Like the, the people and the emotions that people have are kind of the big thing that the site doesn't have right now. So if you're want to get into portrait photography and you 
take a couple practice sessions and it's not good enough for something better, like feel free to dump those on the site. <laughs> yeah. All right. Again, the site is lutheranstockphotos.com. Philip, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to be, uh, talk with us today. Uh, is there anything, any final thoughts for our listeners before we let you go? Well, I thank you again for, for having this conversation with me and, and inviting me on. You guys do great work and anything you can do and anything we can do as a kind of a community to help encourage the creative arts, I think is huge. And just, yeah, encouraging people to, to do things, you know, think about them for a while and then just do them. Yeah. Excellent. That's, that's, that's the awesome. hard part, but it's like, there's no reason you can't. And we'll definitely be excited to have you on the podcast again to talk about all of those other hats that you wear. <laughs> um, sounds like you're an intriguing individual. Well, thank you. That just about wraps it up for another episode of the podcast. As always, if you have questions you want answers to, people you want to hear from, or you're an artist and you want to talk about the new thing you're working on, we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us on any social media platform at Wells Creatives or email us at heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com. And not all of us are artists, but all of us can support the arts. If you want to support this podcast and the people that we bring on the show, one of the things you can do is check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heartsandhandspodcast. We have some awesome new features that we are rolling out with this season. Uh, we'll be releasing the video unedited or uncut uh, versions of our podcasts. So if you want to see Tim, Andrew, us making fools out of ourselves, please go and check us out there. Also, it's really cool to be able to see some of the um, artwork that our our artists have and things like that. So be able to um, to access that. Check us out at patreon.com slash hearts and hands podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>